0: Good morning, saints of God. It is Saturday, the 24th day of June, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call, and it's a Saturday, and you know what that means. We've got a Holy Spirit story ready for you, and it's such a good one. Let's begin with our text today. It's Acts. This one's called with well, the story is called Stephen's Journey with OCD and Anxiety. Our text is always on Saturday is Acts chapter one, verse eight. But you will receive power, Jesus says to his apostles, his disciples. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and Judea, and Samaria, and away to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. Today's Holy Spirit story comes to us from Stephen Coates. Stephen is a high school English teacher and uh, a man of deep faith. He's a longtime follower of Jesus. Today's story is going to strike a chord with many in our fellowship. Anxiety, depression, and all manner of mental health challenges abound in our communities. It is one of the major challenges of our time. And certainly my own family has been deeply and detrimentally impacted by mental illness. It is particularly devastating when mental illness strikes the young. Stephen began to struggle, as you will read, at age 13. Read his story in his own words here, and if you listen, you'll hear it in his own voice.
1: When I was about 13 years old... I had something of a mental health crisis that eventually led to a diagnosis of generalized anxiety and obsessive compulsive disorder. While I could tell a very long story about my journey with OCD and anxiety and how God has been faithful to me in the midst of it and led me through it, that is not what I want to focus on in this particular story. Suffice it to say that my struggle with anxiety and OCD had a significant impact on my relationship with God, my obsessive-compulsive tendencies, led me to approach my faith in an extremely legalistic manner. As a teenager, I lived in what felt like a state of constant panic, that if I stepped one toe out of line, God would remove his spirit from me, and my relationship with God would be ruined forever. I became so obsessive about avoiding any possible sin that I would spend perhaps 30 minutes in the morning agonizing over which pair of socks God wanted me to wear for the day. Terrified that I would choose the wrong pair and disobey God's will. Thankfully, God has been incredibly faithful to me over the years. He has gradually brought more and more healing into my life through Christian counseling, through medication, through the care of family and friends, and through the consistent work of His Holy Spirit. One of the most amazing things that I have observed over the years is that God is not willing to let me settle for good enough in my healing from anxiety and OCD. Whenever I have arrived at a place where I think I am in a good spot with managing my anxiety and OCD, God has shown me that he has more blessings of healing to lavish on me. This past year, I've experienced this lavishing of his healing power in abundance. For many years now, I have been what I might call functional in my anxiety and OCD. Both conditions have remained present in my life but they have no longer been the dominant force in my day to day existence. God has continued to help me grow and to release more and more of my perfectionistic legalistic approach to life and faith into his hands. Yet I still struggled to really believe deep in my soul that God was good and that he really loved me to believe that I was truly safe in his care and that he would not abandon me at the first sign of a sin or a mistake. One particular area in which OCD has continued to manifest in my life is in my approach to prayer. It is very easy for me to slip into a very ritualistic type of prayer, feeling that I must make sure to check off all the prayer requests on my mental list and concerned that God will be displeased if I forget to pray for someone. While I know in my head that this is a faulty way of thinking about prayer, I have struggled to practically approach prayer in any other way. One Sunday last autumn, after a night and morning of struggling with this particular issue, I approached my pastor after church and explained what I was wrestling with. We had talked a number of times before about this issue and other issues related to how my anxiety and OCD led to a misunderstanding of God's character. My pastor prayed with me and we talked. Then suddenly, in a way I cannot explain, It was as if the veil between heaven and earth was lifted for a moment. And I could see in its fullness and with vivid clarity, the incredible depth and height and breadth and width of God's love for me. I saw and felt a love so incredibly strong that nothing could shake it. In that moment, I knew that God had a passion for me that transcends the ability of my words to express and that he looked on me with joy. I was completely overwhelmed and began to sob uncontrollably. There was so much wrapped up in those tears. Years of heartache, pain, and weariness. A desperate plea for God to set me free from the burden of anxiety and OCD. But most importantly, an overwhelming and uncontainable joy at the knowledge that God did in fact love me and delight in me. In that moment, I understood God's love for me at a soul level. I had always known in my head that God loved me, but this was something so much deeper and more profound. It sunk into the core of my being and I could feel the truth of God's love for me firmly taking root. I sensed in that moment God telling me that my journey with anxiety and OCD was not over, but that it didn't matter. Because I now had the answer to all my questions. His indescribable and overwhelming love was the only answer I needed. Since that day, God has continued to pour out His Holy Spirit on me and to remind me time and time again of His extravagant love. He has consistently spoken to me through a dear friend who is a co worker and member of my church. This friend has the precious gift of seeing in the Spirit and God has used him several times to speak to me powerfully and at just the right moment, through visions from the Spirit that he has humbly, quietly, and unobtrusively written down during church and then shared with me after service. Perhaps another story for another day. The wake-up call has also been one of the Spirit's most consistent means of confirming his love for me. Another was the Wing Feather Saga book series by Andrew Peterson which I picked up for the first time in January. The books have such a consistently clear and powerful message of finding our identity as beloved children of the King and how that makes all the difference. I was often in tears as I worked through the books as I was once again overwhelmed by the love of God. Another powerful way in which he spoke to me recently was through a student. I'm a high school teacher. This student used to be an atheist but recently decided he was a theist. I am praying he is not far from accepting Jesus. He came to me to thank me for the influence I had on his life and told me, you are the kind of person who will hear one day, well done, good and faithful servant. Though I cannot say that my anxiety and OCD are completely gone, I can say that ever since that day when I experienced that incredible outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and of God's immeasurable love, life has been different. I now know, truly know, that God loves me. While I may have moments of anxiety, I no longer doubt that fact. And that soul level knowledge that I'm a beloved child of God has made it much easier for me to set aside my other doubts and worries and to focus on him and the life he has blessed me with. His love is truly the answer to every question and every
0: fear. The prayer. Baba Father, how we thank you for this story of your outpoured Holy Spirit in Stephen's life. Thank you for the healing vision you gave him of your love for him. We pray release an impartation of the same to everyone reading today and for the grace to impart this gift of love to those who are struggling with mental health in particular, we pray for a great awakening that will be marked by a mighty deliverance and healing of mental illness far and wide. Come, Holy Spirit, and do it. Praying in Jesus' name, amen the question have you or are you struggling with mental health do you know those who are would you pray this powerful vision shared today over them just begin to call out to them say what i have i give you in the name of jesus christ of nazareth be delivered from the grips of anxiety, from depression, from OCD, from bipolar disorder, from any number of of these challenges, but be bold in your prayers. What I have, I give you. Be delivered. Amen. Our hymn today, we're going to sing the short chorus, Oh, How He Loves You and Me. We'll sing it through twice. And as we sing, open your spirit to receive love from Jesus. I always have a memory of this hymn being sung by a brother and a sister back in my home church many years ago. I've never forgotten it. I'd never heard it at the time. And and while I've heard it since, I've never heard it like that. Oh, how he
2: loves you and me.
0: Let's try this start again.
2: Oh how he loves you and me Oh how he loves you and me He gave his life what more could he give? Oh how he loves you Oh how he loves me Oh, how he loves you and me. Once more. Oh, how he loves you and me. Oh, how he loves you and me. He gave his life. What more could he give? Oh, how he loves you. Oh, how he loves me. Oh, how he loves you and me. Well, that's a wrap for
0: Saturday. Do be making it a commitment to pray. I mean, this mental mental health challenge is off the charts and we need awakening this mental health challenge it's the fruit of so much bad sowing over the last 50 years it is time for a new day we've got 10 year olds killing themselves at record pace high school students and college students are Wracked with anxiety and depression, I don't want to end on a bad note today, but I am trying to issue a call to prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, we are desperate for you to deliver us, the young, the old, all of us. We need We need awakening, we need the renewal of our minds by the gospel, by the transformation of Jesus. Oh, how we need the love of God to become a vision again in this world. A compelling, life-changing vision. That's it, gang. Saturday, it's another day to sew. We'll be headed back from Colorado today. Pray for our travels and closure to our trip. I sure appreciate your prayers. It's my privilege to get to be with you every morning, and uh, I'll see you again on Monday. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt.
2: We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts.